It's a beautiful Sunday morning in the Comox Valley. We are all sat in Locals Restaurant ready for a podcast that is going to be full of love. My name is William Stringer. I'm Darren Howlett. And I'm Chef Jonathan Fraser. And this is the Edible Valley Podcast. Do you ever wonder where your food comes from? That's what got us started on this adventure. In each episode, we ask experts to weigh in on the food topics that matter to you, from growers to producers to chefs. And I challenge John, Darren, and you to learn more about your food and the stories behind it. From our hub on Vancouver Island in the beautiful Comox Valley, join us as we explore our edible valley. Well, good morning. I'm really looking forward to this one. As I said, it's going to be absolutely full of love, jam-packed full of love. Uh, Just to introduce ourselves quickly, because there's a few of us around this table this morning. My name is William Stringer. And I'm Chef Jonathan Fraser. And uh, I'm Darren Howlett. (laughs) And then I've got Leslie. Yes, we have Leslie again. This is awesome. Leslie, uh, now you've got some introductions now. I do, I do. And I want to uh, introduce uh, one of our... uh, educators in the uh, Comox Valley. Uh, she is a foods teacher extraordinaire at uh, Isfield, um, uh, Tammy Williamson. And uh, I actually want to make a very special announcement about Tammy. Uh, a few weeks ago, uh, the Culinary Federation held their Western Conference in Victoria, and I put forward Tammy's name for um, an, uh, an award, and uh, she uh, we'll be representing the entire, all the Western branches as uh, member of the year. <laughs> wow. We've yes. got, like this is amazing. Are we, uh, <laughs> yeah. Tammy, are you, cheer- are, you te- are you tearing up? Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's a tough Sunday morning. Um, so what this means is that we have uh, three basic categories. We have a, a chef um, a member of the year. We have a young chef member of the year. We also have a member uh, of the year because we recognize that we can't operate with just chefs and cooks and, and, and students and that sort of thing. We need other people the same way as the industry does. Uh, the, the back of house can't survive without the front of the house. Yeah, yeah, and for sure. uh, further to that, we need also educators. And that's mm-hmm. what Tammy is, is all about. And some of the, uh, the reasons why I put forward her name for this honor, and she did receive it, so she will be moving forward to represent the West um, at the National Conference in Niagara in June. We'll be wow. putting her name forward. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. That is so awesome. And <laughs> That's awesome. You're right. This is all full of love. This is Leslie always comes to me with so many surprises, and yes, she makes me cry often. (laughs) And and good, happy tears, not stressful tears. (laughs) Oh, you wait. That's awesome. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. that's awesome. The uh, yeah, it is. It is a really um, major honor. Um, I was really, really pleased to put uh, Tammy's uh, name forward because she does so much for um, our branch and also for young educators. Uh, she's been working um, a, a culinary club, so this is an after-school program. So this is mm-hmm. above and beyond what you do normally in your normal classroom. Mm-hmm. And uh, how long has it been running? Would you, yeah. um, six years at this school. I've done it at other schools as well, not just Isfeld. And wow. what does it look like? How do you do it? Uh, well, we run 
every week, but uh, the first week we do a planning day. So the idea behind it is that students would come to me with their ideas and, and make it really student focused, not me saying, we're gonna make this, we're gonna do that. Mm -hmm. So they come to me and say, oh, we wanna make this. And then the following week we cook, usually from 3.30 till, I, I always say five, but it's more like 6.30. Kitchen time. Yeah. And so we, we do baking, we do culinary, we, do, uh, we have chefs that come in and do demonstrations um, on those weeks. So uh, yeah, we do um, sort of, this year we've been doing a lot of international cooking based. We have lots of students, um, international students, so they've been coming to us with recipes and we've been oh. making those. So that's wow. been really that fun. That must make it a bit more interesting as well. <laughs> Like yeah. having all these new kind of influences from around the world. Yes, and they get to come and tell us how to do it the proper way. And they stand <laughs> up and do a demonstration, and they give me the ingredients list, and then we, we go ahead. Yeah, wow. it's been wow. really good. This year's been really fun. How yeah. many well, students do you have? <laughs> well, I started saying 12. That's my limit. This is extracurricular. <laughs> I don't want to do this till 6.30, um, twice a month. Uh, but we usually do a tryout. So we have students come in and do a little bake-off. And it's something simple like scones because... Mm -hmm. Sorry, I moved. We do something uh, like scones, uh, and then we kind of evaluate them, and then we choose a few. But I could not cut <laughs> a single student yeah. this year, so <laughs> we have about twenty-eight to thirty. Oh my oh. goodness! <laughs> More than double. Yes, Oops. but but they don't all come on. The, sometimes they're busy with rugby right. or, or whatever it is, and so they, I don't have a full house that often. Oh yeah, but sometimes I do. Wow, wow. <laughs> that's. That's great. And and honestly, it's probably quite a, a team building thing. I imagine people make friendships that last a lifetime through cooking. Absolutely. And we do, because we do so much volunteering in the Valley with Leslie and other organizations and stuff for the district, um, they get to work together so much and they do a lot of great team building. And so I had students come back this year at Christmas time, a big group of them, and they came together and they said, oh, you know, we miss culinary club so much. And they, they just love it. They just really bonded. And we've yeah. done a few trips together at the end of the year. Um, we've done uh, with Gaytan and is it uh, Island Gourmet Trails? Yeah. Yeah. So we have have um, done a few things with her oh, nice. so the students get together and bond with with Gaytown who's so great with kids and mm -hmm. and do stuff around the valley yeah. so the um, when you talk about your outreach um, with uh, in the community none of this is funded by the school district I know there was a uh, an apron that they have which was very exciting you would talk about that yeah so <laughs> one year I had a principal that gave us um, three hundred dollars to run the program which was which was great uh, and then we do some fundraising lots of fundraising and this year I asked PAC so that's the parent yep. group for the right. school and they gave us a thousand dollars for a nice. pack so I just have to write up a little letter of what we do what, what we need the money for and so right. that was really really great and then the aprons Leslie was talking about uh, my last vice principal decided we needed proper aprons so he went ahead and just had them all made with our logo and ha ha they have pockets oh, and they have adjusting nice. straps and so the kids are really pumped about that and yeah he was, and he was it was very nice of him to do that that wow. gives everyone a sense of pride and yeah. belonging yeah. belonging it's really yeah. important yeah. Yeah. yeah it's also easy then when we're doing events for us to point them out and right. to, to show them in that so yeah. you know and, and to be actually able to feature them so uh, so you're saying excuse me but you're saying that in events these these they're invited along
long? Yes. Oh, no. Nice. So we've done, uh, whenever we have to do an event, and, and almost anything that uh, somebody who can, is underage can mm -hmm. attend uh, can, has come out and volunteered. They've uh, come out and volunteered with the uh, Junior Culinary Team Canada. Wow. In fact, the, her team uh, basically um, ran and expedited <laughs> the entire event <laughs> wow. for, for 90 people. Yeah. That's fantastic. Um, I, I worked wow. at the floor and um, we had Team BC, our Team Canada people working in the kitchen, but they were basically the ones coordinating the rest. Wow. They've come out to um, events of ours during, um, you know, just to, to help support. They've also done uh, multiple food fests. They, every food fest we've yeah. done for the last, what, three or four, three years, I'd say, three, four years. They've, uh, some of them have come out and participated. In return, we've opened up our um, events to them. Um, I was going to say that one of the things is, yeah, like the food fest, which mo if you don't know what that is, is when the, the chefs go down to the farmer's market and cook the food for the for the for for everyone to get a little free sample mm -hmm. of all the the abundance of food and they always pick a different <coughs> different item to eat and it's so much fun when the students mm -hmm. come down there because they're so eager they yes. are there i have a very large group of keeners they love to cook they love to eat and whenever i'm asked for volunteers for anything it's usually a draw because there's so many hands that go up that i have to put their names into a hat and pick who gets to do it because they want yeah. to do it. Can you yeah. imagine having a volunteer? <laughs> yeah, that doesn't happen it, all the time. It no. was it was interesting because I sat beside Bruno Marty during the, the conference when I when I made the presentation for, for Tammy to be member of the year. And at the end of it he looked at me and he said, I thought it was all you and I went, No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, we've we've been able to do things in return for them. We had a chocolate workshop that we did a few years ago mm -hmm. and we included her class. Any of the uh, her students that had volunteered with us. Um, and you gave us money. Yes, and yeah. we've given them um, uh, funds for their for their programs yeah. as nice. well, um, nice. because it, it's very much um, we need we need each other very very mm -hmm. much yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the other piece with that is that there are students that may or may not have gone into culinary that have had been introduced to it at a, a low stress level at a fun level and right. have actually chosen to you know move forward with it and mm -hmm. and, and enjoy it and uh, and work with it and go into it which is mm -hmm. a bonus piece mm -hmm. so what i i really love about this is you're getting young people cutting their teeth in the valley mm -hmm. and i i really hope they stay here or on the island it really speaks very highly of the f the future and it, it really does solve so many problems when you have this coming through for young people from uh, well in, in terms of health even if people are passionate about their food then it's just coming through in everything when mm -hmm. they're when they're so young especially if they stay here well and their local community to me that's yeah. why the culinary club started is i love being connected with the community mm -hmm. and this we are very much involved in the community within culinary club it's difficult to bring your classroom out mm -hmm. you can but it is it's time restraints and it's vehicles and it's, it's all these complications but with culinary club it's just much easier to be involved right. with the community so yeah, yeah they've uh -huh. also been involved with the bc uh, seafood festival 
as yeah. well. Oh, yeah. They've been yeah. one of their favorites. Yeah, oh, yeah. they really enjoy that piece. So that is a yeah. huge one for the whole valley. Yeah. Uh, yeah. For, for them to be a part of that is very exciting. It yeah. was. And last year they put, it, I had a student, Sarah, who mm. was working in one of the booths and the chef said, I'm just going to let you take over cooking the oysters. So she just stood there and cooked at his station, his recipe. Oh. I don't know how many she served. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Hundreds, <laughs> hundreds of them. Yeah. And yeah. she was so nervous and she kept looking back at me and then the nerves <laughs> went away. They went yeah. away completely oh. and she rocked it. And yeah. she, she did pressure. such a good job. Yeah. Oh. yeah. And that's when yeah. the students now going into VIU's baking program. So. Right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So it pays back so much so. Yeah. So and on top of that, we are uh, right now right in the middle of uh, spring break. And Tammy is still actually on Montreal time uh. because she <laughs> just got back mm-hmm. taking... <laughs> 20 students? 20 students, yeah. Wow. To Montreal and back for five days? Five days. Five oh days. my goodness. Yeah, no, the, the woman needs her head examined. <laughs> <laughs> um, and were they part of your culinary club or they were more different or what? Some of them were. Um, there was a, just a couple from the culinary club, but then I opened it up to the whole school, so anybody right. who was interested in coming. And I ended up, I think in June I had six. I thought, oh, we're going to have to cancel the trip. And then I had about 10 maybe in September. And then, boom, suddenly I had 20. Oh, okay. So, but they were, This is a pattern, Tammy. (laughs) (laughs) It really is. I know, I know. People always tell me. Yes. So how did that go? It went really well. It was um, a lot of fun. It was a very, it was a cultural. It was through an organization called EF, so it was all education first. So we did a lot of cultural tours, and I, because I wanted to make it obviously culinary, we threw, sprinkled in a few culinary pieces. I wish there had been a bit more, but mm-hmm. lesson learned for next time. Um, and so it was, yeah. I thought it went really well. We did Montreal and we did Quebec City. Wow. If you can imagine yeah. in that in that time frame, they actually yeah. met up with uh, with Gitan, one yeah. of our members, yeah. because she was passing through from um, from her holidays heading uh, heading west. So, oh, wow. uh, which is really awesome because of course she speaks French. She's from the area right. and she went to school there. Yeah, so. so she was my other chaperone, and she and she's so great with kids. She just she was great to have with me on the trip. It was yeah. wonderful. I, I and she seemed to have a great time as well. Yeah. So yeah. her hometown. Yes. So, uh, as, a, as a foreigner, can I just ask, going to... <laughs> I call myself a foreigner. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, going to Quebec, mm. are, are, is, it, is it useful for the, for the kids? Is there kind of a lot of French influence out that way? Oh, yeah. 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 So, a lot of the kids I brought, because Mark Isfeld is a French immersion school, right. so mm. a lot of the kids I brought were... French immersion. There is only a few of us, including me, that don't speak French. Right. Uh, but I mean, I grew up in Canada, so I can understand about 30% of what somebody is saying. Right. Right. So I could, I could get the gist of it. But um, yeah, so I encourage the kids to speak French when they could. And, right. and so, and the culture piece of it was really great. I mean, I grew up going to Montreal, my family, and I don't really speak French. I know that's, <laughs> but they grew up in English speaking communities. And so I grew up going there and I learned way more on this trip than I ever did in any of my oh, wow. childhood trips. That's it was really great. great. Yeah. yeah, just yeah. being there. Just being there and very tightly organized. It was 8 a.m. starts and every single minute was filled. And the common question the whole time we were there was, when do we get some free time? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so any mention of free time, if we needed to clear a room, we'd say, okay, you guys can have some free time. And suddenly the room would clear and we'd go, okay. <laughs> okay, um, so the, uh, the other piece um, that I wanted to bring forward with uh, about Tammy, and this is uh, the ability to think a little bit outside the box. 
And okay. um, come uh, the end of December, we had um, in the in the valley, we had two students who wanted to further their culinary educa education, but they were falling through the cracks in terms of their level one. Okay. And they were both very different. Can they you explain briefly what, about the level one? Okay, level one culinary is uh, really it's kindergarten for for culinary. Okay. It's your basic basic, but you have to have it. It's like anything. Yeah. It's your building block. You have to have those foundations. You have to have yeah. it. You can challenge it, but um, it's it it. Bo both these students actually wanted to learn mm. as opposed to just ticking the boxes. Yeah, yeah. And the next intake for um, the level one was in September. Okay. And they needed to have it before that. Right. So Tammy and I sat down before, uh, just before Christmas mm. and we discussed what could be done. Now there is what's called an e-program out of Camosun in uh, Victoria. And do you want to say a couple yeah. words about Yeah. So we connected with them oh, it was probably eight years ago. I think I've been doing the program. So the, the e-apprentice program through Camosun is where the students would work here in a kitchen. Um, I think it was 20, 30 hours, 20 hours a week. And then they'd be 20, not quite 20 with me, but we'd do one day a week where we would cook all day long. So we'd do the foundation pieces, like the mother sauces and uh, their cuts and, mm -hmm. and all those little bits and pieces. And then they go into their restaurant and work on those for their level one. And they did that. We start February and we go till the end of June and they do a final uh, practical exam at Camosun um, to finish their program. So we've been doing that for about eight years and it's just sort of been petering out a little bit. We haven't had as much as many students applying and so this year we had we didn't have enough but we had two super keeners that we yeah. really really wanted oh. to see go forward there was, yeah there were so, a lot of reasons to, yeah, to put this, it forward yeah. yeah and the school district didn't want to run it which is two because we get funding from uh, the government when we or from the ita when we mm. run a program yeah. like that and with two kids it just didn't financially because make sense tammy actually has to be paid she her um work would have to be covered for her to step away from her classroom right. in order yeah, to teach course. a full yeah. uh, full day yeah. so that has to be justified right, right. and that was not going to work with two students so the Basically, we um, I went to uh, Chef Renald and, and, and Chef Gaetan and that, and we talked about it and said, okay, can we make this work? If we pick up some of the slack mm -hmm. and, um, you know, we, we do it as, as a group. And so I, and I, I went to Jonathan, and this is where Tammy, I sent Tammy a message and said, I'm going to have a meeting with, with Jonathan on Sunday. And she <laughs> sent me one back and went, you do know that's Christmas, right? <laughs> Christmas Day. I said, of course Leslie is doing that. How did she get Jonathan to do that? Christmas Day, I'm sitting at her, her dining room table and she's saying, so we have this uh, apprenticeship program that I want you to be involved in. This is my Christmas. I love it. Dedication. Yeah. Well, it's actually the perfect window. Yeah. Because I knew I, it, it, his parents live across the street, and I knew I would actually have his undivided attention. <laughs> unlike, <laughs> unlike when I'm, you know, she running in here, running out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, basically, uh, Tammy and I, uh, we, we pitched it to the school board and also to Camosun. All, all parts needed to be on board. And um, they they went for it, and what's more, they were willing to to cover Tammy's um, what do you call it your 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 replacement my TOC your TOC, mm -hmm. um, but they wouldn't do it uh, for a full program. They would do it for I think about half, 
which was even, yeah, yeah the, which the was fine. day that I'm needed. They yeah. Will cover it. So then what we did is uh, Jonathan stepped in and we went through what was required for the for them to be able to um, do the it's considered lab work. So they right. actually do it in the kitchen instead of in a lab, mm-hmm. and right. then we would monitor that. And if there was anything that was missed, then um, we would step in and we've done one class already and tomorrow we will be doing another one they'll be cleaning some salmon in the kitchen with with Renault and that's here right yes here here. yeah Yeah. and part of that also is because it's important that they uh, are familiar with the the jargon of being in school as opposed to being in a kitchen because once they actually get to their practicum and their theory they need to be comfortable with that so it was important that they actually do both pieces Mm -hmm. right so we have one possibly two more labs with tammy and um then that but most of it they're doing it in the locals kitchen Mm -hmm. uh the other big piece of it is the theory they're doing all the theory online Mm -hmm. and it's something that is monitored and uh they're fairly, um, well, it's, it's a tough go. It, it, always to do it online, it mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. Um, the good thing is, is that a lot of it is semi-review because they've been in Tammy's Culinary Club for a while. Mm-hmm. So a lot of it, they actually already know. Yeah. So right. it's just a matter of going through the motions, but yeah. it's important that they need to do it. it. It's yeah. very important that they get this basic. And, and it's really only because of... Um, people stepping up and being willing to take this this chance of being willing to do something a little bit outside the box that yeah, we've been able to to actually offer this so mm-hmm. uh, actually to john and darren do you yeah. how does locals host this kind of thing often because i didn't actually know well uh i mean locals is we've always been behind the apprenticeship program yeah. and mm, even yeah. myself with atlas when i was there that was always 100 yeah. yeah. percent behind the apprenticeship program uh, I mean, it's it's our future, right? And mm-hmm. there's one day I want to retire because Renal pulled it off. So I feel yeah. like there's an opportunity that I could follow in his yeah. footsteps and actually retire one day. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but in that step, you know, there there has to be someone to replace. And um, yeah, the, the doing this. I mean, I'm super lucky at locals here because we just had two two people just finish there. Well, actually, one person finished their third third year and got their red seal and another one is just finishing up just needs a lot of hours mm-hmm. to get it but when she gets that done so i've got two people that are like fresh out of school with mm-hmm. all the knowledge so i've been basically our two apprentices that we have now are sort of teaming up with them mm-hmm. so that they can go over all the stuff and 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 it's an opportunity for both sides to sort of learn mm-hmm. like they've gone through the program and now they get to teach a little bit to the our new students so it's it's awesome like yeah i love it i love it and it's nice to see people learning things the right way yeah in a good environment and and i've personally i've worked in with lots of kitchens not necessarily in lots of kitchens and uh i'm I'm not throwing anyone under the bus or saying that there's different you know it's just a different environment and here i absolutely love the environment in our kitchen where there's definitely a tiered system and it's not by a caste system it's a it's a level of education it's we always we have these senior people that are well versed always teaching younger people where i don't you don't always see that in, mm-hmm. in the kitchens but there's very much of a fostering bringing up new talent and uh yeah i quite like it 
that's what's great about the Valley is that we've had, <laughs> through the eight years of doing this program, mm. finding placements for kids. We mm -hmm. have found amazing placements at so many different restaurants in town. Mm -hmm. and, and locals has always been, the kids have always worked at locals. Mm. We've, we haven't, we always had kids at the Atlas up to the last couple of years. And then we had like the Blackfin was involved. We've had uh, Toscano's was involved. They were, mm. they were all very much involved from the beginning, which is great. Well, right now we have two, <coughs> two that came two. through the program mm -hmm. yeah, with us right the now. They're right both now. great. And it's neat with the mm. program house design is because they have, because it's lab work and they're supposed to do stuff, because a lot of stuff when you come into a kitchen, it's the focus is just like, you know, you're going to peel potatoes until you know how to properly peel potatoes. Right. And then we'll move you along to something else. Whereas this one actually, we <clears throat> how it structures is we have to actually take time and be like, okay, so we don't normally bring in whole chickens, but we're bringing in whole chickens and you're going to clean them all down. Mm -hmm. right. And yeah, here's 24 chickens. Let's go at it. That's <laughs> uh, great. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's how you're going to learn. And it's something that, yeah, as in most, most of my cooks, especially the newer ones, I'm not letting them clean down a steak because right. there's a bit of value there. Mm -hmm. But Is that why we had that half uh, that side of pork the other day come in whole? Yeah, we brought in half For them to take down? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And, and it was actually a fight because everyone wanted to do it. Like, yes, this is for <laughs> the <laughs> apprentices. And they're like, no, we want to do it. Yeah. Like, well, it's, like, well, at least show. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> it's, not, it's not offered, you know... It, for fiscal reasons, in most in most classrooms, you right. know, they just mm -hmm. can't do it. I mean, they can do it with a little bit, but usually they have to do a demo. Um, mm -hmm. The the salmon that they're doing tomorrow is that I, I have salmon uh, because I buy from a fisherman, and so I said, sure, you know, I'll I'll put it forward. You just guys clean it down, and then I'll use it for something. Oh, nice. Because I just nice. I have three holes, so yeah. Yeah, you know, that's how, perfect. This is how they need to be thinking. That's mm -hmm. like yeah. at the root of sustainability. Mm -hmm. yeah. I think that's really important. And when you support a local restaurant, it's not it's not just people that are in there preparing the food. It's almost like a little school for the young people in the town. Mm -hmm. It really does feed back directly mm -hmm. into mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. um, speaking from the Atlas as well, as I'm sure you all know, Atlas is very embedded in the community. I, there's been a lot of turbulence uh, everywhere in the valley for the last year with mm -hmm. the pandemic and things like that. Atlas has a very, very small kitchen, so it's, you're blessed here with a very... A wonderful <laughs> big kitchen. I walked through it this morning. It was a lot bigger than I thought it was. Yeah, <laughs> it just goes on and on. And I, I'm pretty sure Atlas will will bring back that just as soon as the the you know the turbulence. But Atlas's kitchen is just absolutely tiny. It is. Um, it is. Yeah. John John lived in it for. 10 years, 12 yeah, years. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Yeah. One of my first students was at working at the Atlas. Yeah. His name has escaped my brain. Well, Is come that to Garrett? You. Yes. Yeah. 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 I was going to say Garrett. Yeah. Garrett. Who wants the parrot? The fat yes, parrot. The fat fat parrot. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So he was my first. He was the first was uh, group of students yeah. I had come through. I remember him phoning me up one day and being like, I, don't, I can't come into work today. And oh, he's no. like, I have my final exam <laughs> and I have to learn how to do this stuff. And I'm like, I'm like, excuse me? He's like, yeah, I can't. I'm like, I think that's what you're supposed to be doing for me. <laughs> like, what? I'm like, no, you're coming in today yeah. and you're going to cook. I think you made schnitzel dinner or something like that. Yeah. And I'm like, so you're making schnitzel for me. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, actually, you're going to make schnitzel for everyone in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And so he came in and it was, it was a disaster, but like <laughs> an amazing learning Sorry, experience. Garrett. Because it was, I mean, it was great. Like he learned a lot, but I just remember we had, Chris or Tiki, as everyone remembers yeah. him, was my sous chef at the moment, and he's like every t he's just crossing in front of him all the time, and I thought he was going to get strangled. <laughs> <laughs> but uh. his strength, he, well, I mean, 
then yeah. at the time. I still talk about him to my trade students. He was the best dishwasher. This boy Garrett, a long time ago, <laughs> he was the best dishwasher. It makes a big difference. It, yes. it makes a huge difference yes. when you're not pulling moldy yeah. uh, cutting boards out of the cupboard. Yeah. And he was he was excellent. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. oh no, I was just gonna say that uh, I'm I'm. There's a lot of inspirational words and and uh, do goodery happening here. I was. Um, what if any of our listeners are inspired and want to help, whether that's uh, get involved or financially or uh, um, what? How could they? How I could know they get that involved? in the uh, in the past, what we've started doing a little bit more is that um, when we're doing a dinner or something like that, because usually those are set prices, mm-hmm. is that I will now actually say that there is a fund for, uh, and this includes uh, Xavier students as well, who quite right. often volunteer as well, right. um, because both the, both these groups have funds whereby they save for whether it's doing a field trip or to bring something special in or uh, special equipment or, or special mm-hmm. ingredients for them to work with mm-hmm. and Tammy does um, uh, keep a fund for that sort of thing okay. and I'm sure she'd be more than willing to accept any funds yeah for that. <laughs> yes. okay yeah yes yeah. well Tammy thank you very much well, congratulations I'm hugging you later by the way <laughs> yeah they're a, they're about to yard apart at the moment yeah. Uh, that's that's great and Leslie thank you very much for coming back in as well oh, and this is your what your six seven or seven <laughs> seven, seven, seven something like that yeah. we're, we're gonna have to get you your permanent seat yeah, yeah. really oh, yeah. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> you okay going. yes You're thank welcome. you so much and thank you for coming in and Tammy thank you for all your hard work and and helping encourage the cooking industry yeah. and the food industry in our community. Yeah, not just not just future chefs, but we got future uh, food truck owners, <laughs> future yeah. bakeries and sweets and all of it. All of it's yeah. coming out of this. Yeah, the Comox Valley is very very lucky to have amazing educators like this, is that yeah. because it gives back so much to students. It's not necessarily on a piece of paper somewhere. Right. And mm-hmm. uh, it's really nice to be able to support them. Yeah. From our, our perspective. It, it kind of a good comparison as to how this is. I know that when countries invest a lot in sport, the next Olympics that comes around in a, like eight years, they're just gold, 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 mm-hmm. gold, right. gold. And, and it's the same with food. But it's less visible. But it mm-hmm. is there and it makes yeah. a massive difference. So mm-hmm. yeah. thank you very much. Yeah, thank yes. you guys. Thanks for taking on two of my uh, amazing students. I've been oh, working with them. since grade eight. I couldn't, <laughs> like, no, this has to happen for them. This has to happen. Yeah. So that's very much appreciated that we're working on this together. Yeah, well, yeah. the goal is now is once they get to the end of the course is that we're going to sit down and put them in the hot seat. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes. right. And that's be like, awesome. so what, what did you learn? And remember, <laughs> you're sitting across from me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Your instructor. They yeah. think they know stress. Yeah, really. <laughs> yes, yeah, that's pretty great. All right. Awesome. Well, this has been the Edible Valley Podcast since 2011. My name is William. Opposite me, I have Leslie from the Chef Association. Yep. Cheers, Leslie. Thank you. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. And Tammy. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah, Cheers. Is that mimosa, yes. by that the way? That is a mimosa, yeah. That was the condition of her coming. So there had to be a mimosa waiting for her. <laughs> I'm Chef Jonathan Fraser. And I'm Darren Howlett. And that wraps up another episode of the Edible Valley Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. And a special thanks goes to the local businesses that help support our podcast. They make it possible for us to showcase your local food community. We'd love you to follow us on your preferred social media at Edible Valley, where you can check out our blog, find recipes and tips, behind the scenes, and of course, keep a lookout for where we are going to turn up next in your Edible Valley.
Okay, ready again?